Star Wars 7x7 episode 2,534. All right, so there's a wonderful conversation and it's sort of making the rounds on social media right now. It's between Ewan McGregor and Pedro Pascal. It was done as an actors on actors thing by Variety. And there are a couple of little things, little small things, but also some just general wonderful things that came out of that conversation that I thought were worth sharing with you. Punch it. Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So this series of interviews with actors talking to each other on Variety's website, I guess this is ramping up to for your consideration stuff for award season type things and all that sort of thing. But anyway, so the lion's share of the conversation I would say has to do with Pedro Pascal talking to Ewan McGregor about the Halston series that Ewan did for Netflix, but you know, they're both in Star Wars and so naturally they're going to talk about Star Wars and so the things that you've probably seen already floating around, and if you haven't, well then here you go, uh, that Mandalorian Season 3 hasn't yet started filming, so I think we all pretty much knew that. Book of Boba Fett, of course, as we talked about last week, has finished filming last week, or maybe it was earlier this week. Gosh, I have to wrap my head around it. Um, it was actually just two days ago. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Well, anyway, I'll tell you about a little brain fog thing later. All right, so Mandalorian Season 3 hasn't begun shooting yet. That much we, you know, all kind of knew. As far as Ewan McGregor talking about shooting on the Kenobi set, well, he mentions in there that he saw Stormtroopers on set. So I suppose that's something where, A, we didn't necessarily know it, but B, you know, when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. Of course, there are going to be Stormtroopers somewhere. And also seeing a Jawa. And so, you know, he's on Tatooine. So, yeah, it stands to reason that he's going to see Jawas. And... You know, if we extend that conversation, you could imagine he might come across Tusken Raiders at some point, too. But really, the best part of that part of the conversation where he's talking about Stormtroopers and the Jawas is that he just talked about being taken back to feeling like he was six years old again and was just thrilled by the emotion of <laughs> encountering stormtroopers actually had a moment where he kind of fanboyed out basically over it just you know kind of quietly i guess while he was on set but he said he had to ask somebody like did i have stormtroopers in my movies and had to have it confirmed no those were clone troopers no these are actual stormtroopers and how amazing it is to you know, be someone who's on set with something that meant so much to him in childhood and now he gets to be doing it with that and he asked Pedro like doesn't it just do something to you and for Pedro it is the same thing and they got to talking about about Grogu and about Yoda and <laughs> that's kind of fun actually because you know same species but obviously different characters but you know, there's kind of a you know, a, a way to relate the experiences. And Pedro Pascal talked about Grogu being a very good scene partner and about the wonderful job that you know, the people do working on making Grogu alive, as it were, on set. And Ewan McGregor tells a you know, great story about 
working with the Yoda puppet on The Phantom Menace and about how, you know, the stage is raised and it's like you're actually walking along with him and it was great, but that the moment that George Lucas called cut, they would just stop operating the puppet. So it was like Yoda died at the end of every scene and Ewan McGregor says it was kind of disturbing. It was actually rather funny the way he was telling the story. And then going on to talk about how they replaced Yoda with the digital version entirely for Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith and how that was just, you know, not as satisfying an experience for Ewan as he was doing this particular gig. And, you know, it makes sense. Like, if you don't have it to act against, then, yeah, it just makes your job a little bit more difficult. And speaking of the technology side of things, that was the other big thing that they talked about. The idea that you know, with Ewan McGregor, he said, you know, by, you know, the second and third movies, like pretty much, you know, everything, like 90% of it plus was being done in front of a green screen or a blue screen. And there wasn't really anything to, you know, act against, to immerse yourself in. It was all just, you know, in the imagination. But now with the volume, just Ewan McGregor is singing the praises of the volume, just like pretty much everyone does who's ever been in this thing and how wonderful it is. And actually equated it to being part of old Hollywood where they would build the sets, but they build sets with three walls on them. And it's just like that in his you know, reckoning, except of course you can do outdoor environments as well with this thing. And I guess with the right kind of, you know, set, you could still do outdoor environments, even with a three-walled set in old Hollywood, as it were. But, you know, that also put me back in mind of The Force Awakens and the fact that they basically built a forest in Pinewood Studios for Rey and Kylo Ren to have their fight at the end of that movie. But they both sang the praises of it, and also Ewan McGregor talked about how it was nice to be going on location when he was a younger man, but now he just wants to drive up the road to work and drive back home, <laughs> which, uh, I don't know, I have mixed feelings about that one personally. I certainly don't blame him for wanting that by any stretch of the imagination, but man, yeah, maybe it's just, you know, not knowing what it's like to be traveling <laughs> like that, but it sure sounds like a, a wonderful thing to me, but yeah, maybe if he's done a heck of a lot of it and he's perfectly happy to settle down now, that's perfectly fine for him too. And I'll post a link to where you can check this out in the show notes for this episode and at sw7x7.com. If you have a half hour to spare and you're interested in the work of Ewan McGregor or Pedro Pascal or both of them, then, you know, you could hardly do worse than checking out the two of them talking because additionally, they just come across like very nice people, very, you know, optimistic, positive people who enjoy what they're doing or passionate about what they're doing and who are respectful of each other. Like Pedro Pascal talks about how um, about how he has been absorbing Ewan McGregor's career ever since Train Spotting, ever since like returning home or to New York and friends telling him he had to watch Train Spotting, and Ewan McGregor talking about how he got sucked into The Mandalorian and how incredible it was. You know, the two of them are just very nice people and enjoying each other's company and really having a lovely time with their chat. So, yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> recommend it, but. 
as far as you know the things to pull out of it for Star Wars related stuff well I think we've pretty much covered it here and that is actually going to do it for this episode of the show it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.